Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. You think you've got style? Well, maybe you do. But whether you have it or not, we think you'll enjoy Style Revolution. Starting right now on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, your host. Thank you. Welcome to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is the new look. Today I've been um, recently inspired to do this new look little uh, segment sort of program because I'm trying to discover my new look. And basically, I think a new look is really important because we all have those um, really big events coming up in our lives. Like for me, it's my fashion show. Everyone knows that I do bridal gowns, and I'm having a huge fashion show pretty soon, and I'm super excited about it. And of course, like I'm going to look amazing for the fashion show. I'm, I'm sure that we all get those experiences like prom or graduation or you know someone's wedding something that's going to be huge this event that's huge in our lives and we want to look amazing we want to look new and fresh and uh, sometimes it's it's hard to discover how we want to look or how we want to change ourselves because some people want to do little changes like a new haircut and some people want to do like a huge change like extreme makeover like if you've ever seen the show where they do this huge makeover for this house like some people really want to look made over and for me I wanted to help you discover some new looks so that way you can be new and fresh because this is the season where there's a lot of events, a lot of special occasions coming up, and I know you want to look amazing. So first thing, I'm going to give you like some four tips that are that are super important to remember because um, when you're trying to discover a new look, you want to know how to get it and you want to know how to reach those goals because I know how it is when you want to um, look amazing for an event and all of a sudden the event comes up and you forget your plan and everything and all of a sudden you're there and you're like, geez, I, I should have looked better. I, I could have done better. And so now I want you to think about it. You've got that event like a few months, a few weeks, even sometimes a day down the road. And you can look amazing for that event if you just really think about it and plan it. And this this is really like a style revolution because you want to look amazing. You want to look super great. So I'm going to give you some four tips, okay? The first thing to do is assess what new look means to you. Now, this is extremely important because uh, some people, like I said, new look means like simple little changes, like a new t-shirt or a new pair of jeans or, you know, like a fresh new makeup look. For other people, new look can mean like super extravagant, like uh, changing hair color, cutting their hair off, you know, um, losing weight, um, you know, running a marathon. Like they can, you know, there's sometimes there are these, these huge changes. And for all of us, it's a little bit different. So I can't sit here and try to define your new look. You have to define that yourself. So go ahead and think about what a new look would mean for you for this event. Because I know you've got an event coming up. For me, for my fashion show, new look would mean to me, okay, I want to get my hair trimmed. I want to get um, maybe some color in my hair. I want to get a great new outfit. Um, I want to look really toned and fit. Uh, I want to be healthier. And then um, also I want to get new shoes. So that's like my new outfit. That's my new look for my fashion show. You can describe your new look. So I would sit down and do that. Make sure you do that. Write that down, okay? And the next thing I would do is make it realistic. This is also extremely important because there are so many times where we'll sit down and we'll have these amazing goals, these huge goals that are great, but we can't actually reach them. And I'm a person of optimism. I love to believe anything can happen if you're faithful and true. But at the same time, you really want to be realistic about these goals because you don't want to set a goal that's like um, five levels above where you can reach. Because obviously, like, for example, if you have two weeks till... Um, 
you know, maybe you're you're going on this huge vacation to Hawaii. You want to look great. You want to maybe, let's say you want to lose 25 pounds. That's virtually, that's probably not going to happen in your two-week time span. You don't want to set the goal way above. You want to do something that actually can happen. So really sit down, look at your timeline and say, okay, what can I really accomplish? What will make me feel good about myself, okay? Start with something like eating healthier, maybe going in and getting a trim for your hair or something, okay? So remember, be realistic with your goals. Also, when you're at the set, remember your budget because budget is a huge thing. Like, of course, we'd love to all go out and, you know, get diamonds and, and get our nails done and get just extravagant, like a great dress. But you want to remember exactly how much can you spend for this? Because for my fashion show, I can't spend like $1,000 on myself to get ready. I can't spend that. And I know that. So I'm able to plan around my budget and around my time frame. And I want you to be able to do that because a new look is so important and you want to look so amazing. You don't want to be disappointed because... Sometimes a new look is actually sometimes in your head. So the last thing you want to do is set a goal that you can't reach just because you're financially or for physically, and you're just going to be disappointed in yourself. So that's the last thing I want. So remember to be realistic when thinking about your goals, okay? Remember optimism. Be optimistic, but not outrageous, okay? Because you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, make something that absolutely cannot happen, okay? Next thing is plan it, okay? Now, this sometimes can take sometimes to an hour to even a day, but you want to take some time, even if it's in the evening after school, and take some time to plan it. Realize, go and look at a calendar and realize the dates around your event, okay? So if maybe let's say here, um, you've got an event on May 20th, okay? And you can you can look at the week before that, the week before that, and then plan, when can I get my hair done? And when can I, you know, when can I go to the gym? Or when can I make time to get my nails done? Plan it around that date because that's so important because you don't want to get two days before the event, you call your hairstylist and he's like, oh, I can't squeeze you and I'm so busy. And that's going to be disappointing. So you want to make sure you plan um, things that can happen, okay? Plan it out. Talk to your parents about it. Say, mom, I really I really need to eat healthier. How can you help me? Let's plan this out. Let's make it happen. And um, get people around you that can encourage you because that's so important. This new look is going to, could change your whole perspective on life, okay? Because new looks are so powerful. So that's why I want to help you. Next thing I would do is make it happen. Carry out those goals. Now, this is the point where I can only give you so many tips. You have to actually do it. I can't sit here and, you know, say, come on, you can do it. Even though I want to, you've got to make it happen, okay? You've got to go out and you've got to make sure you get up and eat healthy. You've got to make sure you're going out and trying to find that perfect prom dress. And you want to make sure you're, uh, you know, you're just continuing on with these goals. So now that you've written them down, now that you know what you need to happen, that needs to happen to make that new look, you want to make sure that you get it done, okay? And make sure, I know you can do it, so make sure that you can do it and make sure you get it done. You're listening to Voice America Kids Star Revolution. I'm your host today. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is new look. This is so inspiring, and I'm so excited to share these tips with you because basically I'm going through the same thing you are, so you're not doing this alone. When you're discovering a new look and trying to update your style and give yourself a new, fresh outlook, um, I'm doing the same thing, so don't worry. I know you're, I know you may be nervous or you're getting to a point where you're like, I'm not sure if I can do this. Don't even worry about it. I can do the same thing, and so can you. So obviously, we all have a different time frame, so it's important to um, make it realistic for that time frame. Just like I was saying, make it realistic, plan it, and then make it happen, okay? And make sure you follow these tools. So I'm going to give you guys a little example on um, how to do this. So let's say, hmm, let's just use me an example for today, okay? My fashion show is about 10 weeks away, which is about two and a half months. 
So if I'm sitting here and I want to sit down and I'm going to first, I'm going to figure out what new look means to me. Now I explain that I want to get my hair done. I want to get it cut. I want to get it colored. I want to get a new dress. I want to be a little bit fitter. I want to be stronger. Uh, and then I want to get my nails done. And then I want to get new shoes. So if I know what new look means to me, now how am I going to make sure that's realistic? I'm going to make sure that obviously I get a dress in my price range. I'm not going to go get a, um, you know, like a $1,000 dress or anything. I'm going to make sure the dress is in my price range. I'm also going to make sure the shoes are in my price range. I'm going to make sure I have the time and the energy to go get my hair done and to go get my nails done. So I'm not going to um, wait till the last day. I'm going to plan it out right now. Not only that, I'm going to make sure that it's okay with my parents that I make get my hair done, get it cut and everything. That's important too. You want to make sure that your parents are not like, oh my gosh, what did she do? So we don't want that to happen. So you really want to plan it out with people around you. And then also I want to plan my fitness routine. I want to get, I want to make sure I'm eating healthier, drinking more water, and just doing things like that that can actually make those goals happen. Remember, the most important thing about a new look, you actually want to make it happen. You don't want to set out all these goals because I can sit down and write goals all day long, but if I don't actually get out there and do it, then it's never going to happen, okay? Now, um, another important thing about new look is not to overdo it. Now, I'm saying this because some people, um, some people don't feel comfortable with changing their look entirely, okay? Remember, it's okay to, to make little changes, okay? Maybe, for example, uh, going with bangs instead of cutting your hair entirely off, okay? I want you to stay within your, um, your comfort range. I don't want you to do something outrageous, okay, just for one night. Another important thing regarding the new look is ask yourself, is this before or after the event? Now, I know this doesn't make any sense right now, but a before event would mean you're looking great for one day, and an after event would mean you're looking great for a period of time. And I'm going to explain this. Like for my event, a fashion show, I'm planning, I'm, I'm making my new look before that. Okay. And it's going to work for that one day. But an after event, let's say, for example, you've moved to a new town. You want a new look for this new lifestyle. That's going to be for a period. Okay. So you want to make sure you separate. Is this a before event where it's one day and I'm preparing before the event? Or is this an after event where let's say I've lost a lot of weight or I've moved to a different town where you've got a plan for a new entire lifestyle, okay? So make sure that's important because you want to make sure that um, your budget and your time frame fits entirely around that, okay? First, now that you've got like um, your little plan out there, now that you know exactly what we're going to do for this new look, you want to make sure that you go through your entire body and get everything that you want to look new, okay? So let's start with that headshot, okay? So think about your head, just kind of think like from neck and up. That's your headshot. And you're going to start right there and say, what do I want to um, kind of update about myself? Now, one thing when I'm uh, doing a new look, one thing I'm careful to say to myself, what I'm not going to say, what do I want to change about myself? Because to me, you want to be confident in who you are. A new look is never to change yourself or to look completely different. That's not the goal. The goal is to update your look, to make you look even more glamorous and even more beautiful, okay? So never want to, um, you know, change your look entirely or be a different person. Always want to be you. That's important to me. But um, you kind of want to update your look. So let's start with that headshot, okay? So first thing I would look is at skin care because skin to me is the um, epitome of the perfect headshot okay so you want to make sure your skin's nice and clear and recently i'm gonna um i started a new skincare regimen it's been working really well that's super important to go ahead and get started like i'm making it happen by starting a new skincare regimen that's super important to me um, another thing is hair obviously in that headshot my hair was um pretty damaged before because i had been blowing it out and straightening it like you know, every day virtually, and um, I also had color in it, so I decided to go ahead and go to my stylist and say, what can I do to make my hair a little bit more healthier? And I've been working for probably six months to get my hair healthy again, and I'm so excited because it does look really nice now. So make sure you plan those things out, like skin 
skincare, hair, um, you know, hair routine. And, and makeup is another thing that's huge that you really want to try out for like big events. You want to make sure that you look perfect for photos, your skin's not too shiny or too dry. So it's really important that you try different things out and to make sure that headshot looks great. Another thing, another option would be facials and like um, masks for your face. Uh, those are things that you can try if you have the time or if you feel like your skin would need it. Um, those aren't things that I would probably do, but they are options and they're not too expensive usually, but it's something you wanna think about trying. Obviously, um, you don't wanna try too much stuff like if you only have a one day timeline. You wanna make sure that you're, um, giving your your skin and your face time to recover and time to really um, mature beautifully. And then another thing is like eyebrows. I'm like a huge fan of eyebrows, which is kind of funny to say, but eyebrows, they frame your face really well. So you want to make sure they're nice and groomed and everything. And that's important. That's one of those things that you really want to think about um, a few weeks down the road before your event. So I've got lots more tips concerning that new look. It's, it's going to be amazing. I want you to really learn a lot of things because I know it's important. Let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Star Revolution on Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is new look. And I'm so excited about that new look because partly because I'm going through it and I know you're going through it as well. So I'm basically going to give you some tips and me some tips as well, uh, just to kind of help us both to really encourage our new look and develop it and make sure we, we can get it done by our event. Okay. So we just went through the headshot and we were going with hair and skincare and makeup and facials and eyebrows and all the things that go basically from the neck up. So you want to make sure that those things are really great and really, really look amazing at your event because partly because that's the part of your face or the part of your body that's most photographed. So you want to make sure your face looks amazing and uh, as well as your outfit. Let's move on to that outfit. So this um, also includes fitness and health. I kind of put this in there just because um, obviously your body and that kind of includes fitness and health. So uh, fitness is very important when you're uh, when you're when you're starting a new look because that's one of those things that no matter how slim you are or how slim you want to be or where you're at as far as um, your weight and everything, you want to make sure that you're fit and you're toned because uh, I know at my fashion show I'm going to be walking around and the last thing I want to be doing is like huffing and puffing while I'm walking around. So just for that fact alone, I'm working out and I'm uh, eating healthier and I'm drinking more water and I'm trying to just basically take care of myself. And and make myself the maximum Alicia Hargrave, I guess, and make sure that I'm ready for this event because this is huge. This is like probably the most important event in my life so far, hopefully. And um, health concerns this too. You want to make sure that you're taking things like vitamins and drinking water and eating, eating healthy portions and, you know, not going out to eat too much, just basically doing little things. It's not like you have to change your diet completely and, and stop eating. You, you really can just be a little bit healthier just by watching yourself eat. And one thing, like, just for a little tip that I do, now that I'm trying to eat healthier, I sit and I'll, um, I'll look at a meal. Let's say, like, my mom prepares these great meals, and I'll say, do I really need that? Ask yourself in your mind. You don't have to do it out loud, but ask yourself when you're looking at that jar of ice cream, do I really need that? Like, are you really hungry? And to me, there's a huge difference between hunger and appetite. Appetite means you're hungry for a certain food and you want to taste that food. Hunger means you're actually really, your stomach needs to be fulled, filled. So you want to make sure that you're eating only when you're hungry, not when you're just wanting to eat because the taste, the, the taste of the food is so good. Okay. That's really important. And that's one of those tips that really has helped me whether I'm on a diet or not. So definitely try to follow that. That really is easy. And um, you find out you actually feel better about yourself after a while because you're not feeling stuffed and achy and just like where you want to go lay down and take a nap after you eat. So um, now moving on to body care. And that's like as far as like uh, skin care for your body, basically like body washes and uh, making sure your skin is lotioned every day. Just doing little things like that. Now it's important to make sure your body's clear and healthy. Also, um, doing when you're trying to develop your new look, I necessarily wouldn't change uh, skin your skincare products for your body because it's not necessarily good because if your body is um, content with the skincare you're using now then don't change it at all if your body's clear clean and fresh every time you take a shower or whatever you're fine then don't change it because some people think new look means change everything it necessarily doesn't it just means um, build yourself up and maybe kind of refresh yourself and make sure every part of your body's you know being used to the maximum and being uh, taken care of really well okay Another thing is obviously toenails when you, oh, not toenails, accessories, sorry, um, accessories. So um, when you're thinking outfit, obviously you're thinking your dress, your accessories, your shoes. And obviously I talk about this all the time. So you know what to wear for a formal occasion or a casual party. Um, maybe just find a cute little dress, maybe find cute accessories, and then find shoes that match, that are comfortable. The maximum thing is to be sure you're comfortable, especially like in my fashion show, I'm making sure I'm finding comfortable shoes. And unfortunately I haven't bought the shoes yet. 
but I'm making sure that whatever shoes I try on are comfortable because I'm going to be walking around them in a while for a while. So you want to make sure that you're comfortable in your outfit and obviously that, that it fits within that budget that you situated for yourself when you're planning this whole thing out. You want to make sure you're not spending over, that you're not, because um, otherwise it's going to be stressful for yourself in the long run. If you spend a thousand dollars on your dress when really you only have uh, $200 to spend, then obviously that's going to be hurtful to you. Like the day after the fashion show or the day after the event that you have, you're going to be thinking, oh, geez, how am I going to pay $800 now? Because that dress was just for one night. So that probably wasn't the smartest thing. You don't want to get into a situation like that. And um, I actually have like the other day I took my friends to the mall and they had problems with um, both of them found a dress they really loved and they looked beautiful in them. I saw them both and they, they wanted them, but they were way out of their price range. One girl, um, I think she could spend $75, but she only but the dress was $200 and the other one could only spend, I think, $40 and the dress was $100. So both of them were out of their price range. And I and I said, they said, what should I do? They asked me, Alicia, what should I do? And I said, you guys, you got to remember it's one day. One day of your entire life, you're going to want that money afterward. Not only that, you don't want to put stress on yourself or stress on your parents for um, going over budget. So it really is important that you stay within your budget. And I know it may be difficult for you because that dress is so gorgeous or the shoes are so amazing. But um, really, you got to think about it's just one day at the end of the day, okay? One day. So now moving on to, uh, let's move on to the hands and feet, okay? So think about your hands and your feet. Um, it's important to get those nails done, those lovely nails. Even if you're not going to a salon and getting them done, I would think about painting them a little bit, making them look extra glossy and extra pretty because you never know when, um, you know, a special person may shake your hand and then, you know, or maybe if it's your wedding, you're showing off your ring. You want to be um, ready for those unique situations with your hands. You want to make sure they're nice and soft and smooth. And there's easy lotions to get, like a Target, you know, that just really smooth your hands and make them super soft. Um, and well, as well as your toenails. Your toenails are just like your hands. You want to make sure they're nice and clean and soft so you can get a pedicure, give yourself one. And especially if you're wearing like those peep toe shoes we talked about last week are those sandals that expose your entire foot. You want to make sure that your feet look absolutely gorgeous and absolutely amazing. You're listening to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. And today our topic is new look. So I'm really excited about this topic. And we've been talking about your body from head to toe. We went over the headshot that hair and the skincare and then the outfit like your shoes your dress and then also the hands and the feet like as far as pedicures and other things like that okay so now what we're gonna do is um, I'm gonna kind of go over I found and um, the latest issue of in style these unique red carpet secrets and I'm gonna share those secrets with you today and basically um, the magazine had these pro makeup artists and these pro skincare experts um, basically ask them about how these obviously celebrities get ready for like red carpet um, events so obviously like my event I feel like that's red carpet so this is really relatable to me and to you so you want to make sure that you um, the first thing they're talking about is um, sip smart and that's like drinking sip smart and you want to do this one week before and they say um, you want to have glowy skin and you want your body to feel nice and um just nice and fresh. You don't want to feel bloated or heavy or anything. So first thing they say to do is um, eat a lot of vegetables. They say you want to eat about 32 ounces a day. 32 ounces is a lot, let me tell you, um, of vegetables and like um, of fruits, like um, green things, like they say, like pears, spinach, and celery. Those are super green things that can not only make you feel better inside, but make your skin really glow and make you just look like 
you're shining like a glamorous person. So um, that's really smart. They also say eating like tomatoes and cucumbers like in your salad. That's a really way to get that stuff in. And you can't really taste it if it tastes bad to you. Just put it in with a salad, maybe put some ranch on it. And it actually is really good. Not only does it make you feel good about yourself, it makes you look good on the inside. Okay, and then go coconuts. That's kind of funny, like go crazy, go coconuts. And um, it boosts your natural glow, it says. And it says put a little bit of coconut juice in with your water. Now, I'm not sure how that tastes. So maybe if you could um, maybe put like some sparkling water in there as well. Sparkling water and coconut juice. Now, that may be a little bit better than just plain water and coconut juice. Um, but put that in there and it'll make your skin look glow and you'll feel super hydrated. That's a really cool tip. I'm actually going to try that. That sounds really great. Another thing, if you want to look really, um, really glowy, like you want your skin to just shine and look really healthy, try a yogurt mask. Now, I've never done that before, um, but a few days before your big night, you can treat yourself to a really expensive, inexpensive facial. Like go out and get some plain yogurt. It's usually like a dollar at the store and just um, kind of mix it up and then make sure it's not too cold, they say, and put it on your skin for about five minutes and then rinse. It'll leave your skin perfectly polished and smooth. Now that sounds pretty nice. And it's not only that, it's cheap. So go ahead and do that. That sounds like fun. Also, another thing to do to boost your hair color. Hair color is something that even if I go out and get my hair colored, I'm probably going to get it colored maybe a week before the event. Um, by, the, by the day of the event, it could be a little bit flat. So when you want to if you want to boost that color, you can make it glossy by using one cup of vinegar and one cup of water, mixing that together and put it in your hair for just a little while, just like they say about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, and all of a sudden your hair is going to be more glossy and more shiny. If you don't like using like maybe organic stuff, and that's also stuff is um, really eco-friendly. All this stuff is uh, easy to find. It's eco-friendly. It's nothing that's going to be harsh on your skin or your hair. So these are really great tips. But if you're not into maybe using vinegar in your hair, I know that sounds a little bit odd, but it actually works. I have tried that. Um, you can try something like um, John Frieda's hair gloss. Now that is, I've used it like probably a hundred times. It is so amazing. Now I personally recommend it. That is a great product. It, it doesn't have any chemicals, which means it won't strip your dye out and it won't strip, um, put color into your hair. So it's not gonna end up like you had red hair, now you have brown hair. It's not gonna do that. It's just a clear gloss and you put it on, you put it under a shower cap and leave it on for maybe 30 minutes, your hair is going to look so shiny. I guarantee it. It is so amazing. I love the product. Another thing to do, like if you want to change your locks and you don't want to do anything uh, too drastic, you can do this one day before and you can put hot rollers in it. Now, I love hot rollers. They're really great, easy to use. Just toss them in. My dad will laugh at me when I put hot rollers in in the morning because my hair kind of looks funny, but it really works. Like, It'll look amazing. It looks super curly. It'll add volume to your hair and really look amazing. Now, this is something that you can do one day before your event. So it's not something you have to plan for. So if you have an event two days away, go ahead and put some hot rollers on your hair the next morning, and you're going to look absolutely amazing. Um, another red carpet secret. So remember, these are huge red carpet secrets. These are from people who work with clients like um, the big celebrities, the celebrities that you love, the movies that you watch. These are people who work with them, so they're really great. Um, they say with foundation, now makeup is a huge thing when you're going to that event. They say with foundation that you put on your skin, prime your canvas. That's the number one thing to do. Prime your canvas for your big night out because your makeup won't slide off. Now you can use primers that go under your skin and basically prevent from your pores looking huge 
are um, your skin getting really oily. So you put on, put on that primer before and then put on the foundation. It'll make um, it'll make your skin look really nice and smooth and great, and it'll last all night. So remember those tips. Those tips are really great. Um, we went from hair to makeup a little bit, and then also getting those insides nice and fresh. So you want to make sure that you plan it out, and you want to make sure that new look really works for you, okay? Let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, walking the fine line between clever and smart. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Okay, welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is new look. And I'm so excited about this new look. And I've been going through your entire body from head to toe, giving you tips on how to look your greatest. I've even given you a few red carpet secrets. And I want to go back to one of those red carpet secrets I told you on helping to make your hair look super glossy and amazing. I want to make sure you don't put any... um, 
odd vinegar in your hair or anything, you want to make sure that's distilled vinegar and mix it in with some distilled water, to basically some plain water, plain vinegar, mix it in and then put in your hair. I don't want you to end up with red hair or anything outrageous that smells odd and looks odd as well. I want you to look amazing, okay? So just remember that little tip, all right? That's important. Uh, now I want to go through and give you some mini makeovers. I know that all of us, um, maybe you don't have an, a big event coming up or maybe you have maybe a little something special, uh, you know, Easter is coming up. So you want to make sure that you um, are able to do mini makeovers. You don't want to go over the top. You don't want to, not for every event, we don't have to change ourselves or um, refresh ourselves completely. You want to do something small and something mini. So um, here's a few mini makeovers, I thought. Um, I'm just going to go through, there's like a few ways that you wear your hair and maybe you can change it. Maybe you can change your makeup a little bit. Okay. So let's start. Maybe you wear your face, um, your, maybe you wear your hair from your face often. Maybe you um, brush it back or maybe you wear it in a ponytail a lot. I would try um, sweeping something like a little bit of a bang in front of your face. That gives you a completely different look. It looks really cute, um, really fresh, and it also kind of um, gives your makeup a totally different look. So instead of wearing your hair pulled back, um, I wear my hair pulled back quite often, and recently I actually tried bangs, and um, I, I really didn't love it too much because I'm not a bang person, but, uh, you know, it was something to try, and I love trying new looks, so I went ahead and tried it for a couple days, and it was super fun. I look completely different to myself. I thought I was like, wow, this is different, but it was fun to try, so if you're looking for a mini makeover, definitely try to um, wearing bangs, and maybe if they're a little long, you can trim them yourself or go see your stylist, but it's a really easy look to just change up your look a little bit, and um, so Sometimes people wear their hair curly all the time. Now this would be more me. I wear my hair curly down, usually parted down the middle a lot. And I like that look. But sometimes we obviously want to change. They say um, trying straight strands, like straightening your hair out, and then also adding bangs would look really cute. They say it makes you look really fresh, really young. You kind of get this new look. And obviously that's what we're going for today. So um, I would definitely give that a shot. I've, um, I cut my bangs recently, like a few months ago. And I wouldn't go for cutting bangs. Maybe um, if you want to pull them back, like if you have long hair completely, maybe just pull your hair back and then do the curls or do the straight. Uh, I wouldn't suggest cutting them because I had a bad experience with that. I, I wish I hadn't cut my bangs now, but they're growing out, so don't worry about that. Uh, another thing to do, um, if you want to add sophistication, maybe you're going out for a formal evening or you got a little date night or something, instead of just wearing your hair maybe um, just plain down, maybe it's straight, try to like slick it over to one side. Maybe do a deep part on your right side and then slick it to the back and then maybe add a little clip right over your ear on your left side, that would look super cute. It doesn't look um, hard working, it doesn't look too harsh, but um, it looks really fresh, really cute, and also looks like they said, super glamorous and super sophisticated. It's really fun, so maybe if you're wearing one of those little black dresses you like so much, and then maybe some navy heels, you can tie that in and it'll look really cute, really stylish, and just also you're trying something new. We all wanna give ourselves kind of little makeovers here and there, and that's really important that we don't have to do something so dramatic like, um, you know, dyeing our whole head a different color, uh, we can do these little things, okay? Another thing, like, for me, I wear my hair parted down the middle, like I said, loosely all the time. So even if you're like me and you have this one part of your hair that you love the most, you can change it just slightly. Maybe move your hair part over about two inches. You'd be surprised how that changes your face. Um, it, uh, it may elongate your face and make it look um, just more dramatic and more cute, and um, it's just not as direct as the middle part. So definitely try something like that. It's really easy. Another thing to do is to change your makeup. There's easy ways that you can change your makeup just slightly 
slightly. For example, today um, I was looking through these makeover looks in a magazine, and there was this girl, she wore mascara, foundation, and lip gloss every day. So really basic. She wore her hair um, just kind of basic, down, wavy. It was really, you know, she just looked basic. Um, not boring, but just kind of plain, and she, she was comfortable with the way she looked, and she looked nice. But at the end of the day, they kind of said, okay, we're going to give you a, a mini makeover. We're not going to do anything too drastic. All they did was blow out her hair straight. Instead of being wavy, it was straight. And then they put on a little bit of a violet eyeshadow, like a light purple, and they put on these, um, you know, just regular mascara on and then put on a nice bold lipstick, and she looked amazing. Let me tell you, she really looked different, and I'd be surprised how much if you just add maybe a little bit of a nice colored eyeshadow. I know we talked about those spring trends a little while ago, like green eyeshadows and maybe a denim eye, like dark blues, um, a purple would look great. Just try different things like that, and you got to remember, makeup you can wash it off as soon as you get home so it's not something that's drastic or forever but if you want to try a little bit of a different look go for makeup it's really nice another thing you can do um is change your direction and when i mean change direction i mean change your focal point remember that headshot we were looking at usually when you look at your headshot you choose one one part of your face that you want to really uh, make the focal point whether it's your hair whether it's your um, eyes whether it's your lips maybe it's um, that necklace you're wearing choose one focal point and um, an easy way to change your look give yourself a mini makeover is change the focal point uh, usually I debate between my eyes my hair or my lips to, to um, make the focal point so t like um, one day I will try like a bright pink lip gloss um, the next day I'll try maybe like big curls in my hair and we'll do plain makeup. So it's easy to change that focal point and just kind of um, just kind of give yourself a mini makeover. Remember, you're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Star Revolution. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is new look. And basically I'm going through and giving you mini makeover tips because I know that not all of us want to change drastically. We all don't want to, um, you know, we all don't want to lose 20 pounds and get, get in a new dress and then cut all our hair off. We all don't want to do that. We want to do little things that can just kind of update our look and give us a new perspective on the way we look. Another thing, I just gave a lot of makeup tips. Another thing is nail polish. I talk about nail polish a lot, a lot, a lot. And um, another thing, easy thing to do is change your nail polish. Sometimes, like, I used to be a person, um, like, a few years ago, I used to be the person who never painted my nails. I would never paint them. Like, I probably didn't paint them for, like, a year and a half straight, never painting my nails. And now I'm the exact opposite. Like, I paint them, like, probably, like, twice a week. And um, so now you can change new nail polish. There's a lot of different colors everywhere. And uh, you can just try a different color and bring in a different color to your wardrobe. Try to see how that color, like an orange or a blue, would look against your skin tone. Make sure it looks great. And then all of a sudden, that may inspire you to get a dress that color, to get lip gloss that color. So just kind of do little things that may inspire you, okay? Another thing that I recently did, I tried this personally. They say if you're too chicken to cut your hair short, which I kind of am, I'm scared to cut my hair short, um, try a fake bob. Now, obviously, um, it's a little bit of a difficult thing to do. There are a lot of videos and um, ways to do this. So basically what you do is um, put your hair in a ponytail, flip that ponytail inside your hair toward the nape of your neck, and um, pin it up there. And then do kind of curls around it, and all of a sudden it looks like you have short hair. I did this probably two weeks ago, and I went to a little meeting I had, and the ladies there loved it. They were like, oh my gosh, your hair is so cute. And they had seen um, a few pictures of me um, online, and they were like, wow, was you, did you cut your hair off? I'm like, no, I just decided to try a fake bob. And they're like, oh, it looks great. So definitely try it out. It's really a fun way. My sister loved it. She was like, you should get your hair cut like that. But of course, I'm, I don't really want to get my hair cut too short. 
um, partly because it would probably look awkward, but um, it's a different way to try your hair. Obviously, it's a one-day affair. You don't have to commit to cutting your hair off. You don't have to commit to changing your look too much, but giving yourself this new short look would be really fun and really cute. I always, um, I always, I always like doing it. Another thing as far as hair to do, a tip that I like, if you like wearing your hair pulled back, which most of the time I do, I do, I don't like wearing my face, like my hair in my face a lot of the time, but uh, if you want to try something that's still like your hair's pulled back, try adding like a little braid across, um, across your face or something. Uh, maybe do like a French braid or just a basic braid going back into your ponytail. It's really chic and really trendy right now. You'll probably see it like in every magazine you look in at least once. A lot of your friends are probably wearing it. It's basically like a fun look to add to your uh, add to your style. It's very bohemian. So what I used to do when I used to wear um, my hair braided a lot uh, across the front and then into a ponytail, I would do like um, rim my eyes in green eyeliner and it would look really cute, really bohemian chic, kind of like earthy, I guess. And uh, it was really fun. And I would go the whole look with my whole outfit. I would try to pick out something that was kind of maybe a camel color top and then maybe a green army pant or something. And it'd be really cute. You would go the look the whole way, but you don't really have to do that. Um, the braid can be added to like maybe a romantic look, even like a, for a, a, a casual affair, a formal affair, any type of affair. And it can add just kind of this little bit of spunk, a little bit of spice like in your hair a little bit. It looks really cute instead of just a plain ponytail. And the green, um, the green eyeliner is really cute too because green eyeshadow for some people can be too much. It can be like, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. Wow, that's really bold. So try like a green eyeliner that's nice and dark, like maybe in a forest green. It's usually pretty easy to find if you look in the right spaces. But um, it looks really cute, really great on most skin tones, really fabulous. Just smudge it right into that lash line and it'll look really amazing. Uh, it's great instead of... Um, doing like a color that's way too dark like maybe uh, a uh, black or a dark brown that's sometimes way too dark for people so if you do something like a forest green or even a navy blue it looks it adds a little bit of color but it's not too dark on some skin tones okay remember you can change little things about yourself I don't want you to feel like geez now I want a new look I, I want to change everything about myself don't ever want to change anything about yourself just want to kind of freshen yourself up and even some people don't do it like um, in two months time period some people do a new look over an entire year because they're trying to get a new perspective on life okay like remember those new year's resolutions we all made at the beginning of the year you want to remember those and you want to make sure that you're developing your new look and making it look fresh and continuing to build on it because it's not something you do overnight it's not something that happens even if your events tomorrow it's not something that happens like that like the snap of a finger it's not something that happens really quickly you want to be able to take your time and develop a new look and learn more about yourself as you're doing it because to me a new look is more than just uh, a new haircut it's it's like a new perspective in life and sometimes after you uh, go through a special time in your life or maybe you learn something during this time or maybe you graduate from high school or college or whatever you're going through right now, you want to make sure that you um, you develop this new look and you get a new perspective and just freshen your face, okay? Um, you'd be surprised how powerful a makeover can be. And I know how powerful it can be because I've gone through it a few times and I know. So I want to make sure that you're learning about your new look, okay? I think it's super important. So enjoy doing it. Take your time and just relax and have fun and even do a mini makeover if you don't want to do a huge makeover. Let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, real talk radio. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been new look. And now we're moving on to our new segment, Worldwide Beauty. And I've been studying different countries from um, all across the world, and I'm really excited about talking today because I chose a, this country um, for a special reason, and you'll find out a little later on. But today we're talking about the country of France, and that's a really great country as far as fashion. They've been in fashion um, for about, like, five centuries now like it's been a really long time and they're the ones who kind of started fashion they're um from the middle 
a part of the country, a middle part of the world, excuse me, that really started to develop fashion um, first most, like Italy, we talked about a few weeks ago. And um, France is one of those countries that really has had fashion involved in its culture for a really long time. Actually, we're going to start at the 17th century, so that was a long time ago. It dates all the way back to King Louis XIV, and this is during a time when luxury goods in France became basically under control of the royal court, and um, royalty had control of basically how things were made, how things were produced, and where they were sent off to, and he came under control of the fashion world, of course, because that was part of luxury, and King Louis was tired of looking like everyone else, basically, and he was tired of looking like um, every other king in the world, in Austria, and his um, other king opponents, so he wanted to look different. And I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He actually looks pretty odd. Um, he's wearing tights and kind of like heeled shoes and this big robe around himself. And he's got a sword on and he's wearing this large wig. And he he basically transformed the whole fashion in the industry in France. He's the one who invented those famous powder wigs the, um, the, the royalty are famous for in that time frame. He also started wearing a lot of them, um, a lot of printed robes and a lot of tights, uh, a lot of little lace. Um, obviously the powdered wig was his thing, like that was the thing he invented. And um, he wanted, basically what happened was he started going bald and he was really upset because you know, he had all these young guys running around with long hair and everything and he was kind of jealous. So he invented the powdered wig to go right over his bald spot he was getting and he made it curly and of course it was kind of this a gray color they say dark gray color and um, it was really extravagant and basically this was the peak of the powdered wig era because after that no one really did it like he did it was really um, basically a style he had all to himself and um, this is the time where France really got into a place where they were in debt and this is where the um, the French Revolution really started to pick up uh, the pace to get going um, obviously this is also the time of um, Marie Antoinette, I remember Elise Antoinette, Marie Antoinette, um, she married the grandson of Louis XIV and um, she was became the Queen of France and she also like many other royalties in France started spending a lot, a lot, a lot of money that was from taxes that the third, um, the third percent of the population paid in France on clothing. So she was spending a lot of money that um, a lot of the taxes on her clothing and the things that she wore and her jewelry and they really talk about that she she was very an extravagant lady and they're not sure if she did this out of like spite that she just wanted to get her husband mad or that she did it just because she thought oh that's the way a queen should live I should live extravagantly and all they she realized um they realized later on that basically the whole population of France was paying for these outrageous outfits that she's she was wearing she was the one famous for the saying let them eat cake um I'm not sure if she actually said that but she's famous for that saying because she lived so extravagantly and she just wanted to do everything um really, really boldly and really big. Um, moving on to that 18th century, basically after um, France went through the whole revolution and everything, the fashion world really did calm down because France really couldn't afford to be fashionable. They really couldn't afford to um, make amazing garments that they had before. So they just kind of calmed down and were basically living um, in average stuff, like trousers, basically like simple dresses, button-down shirts, you know, just simple things that probably most of us wear today, but they started wearing those just because out of... Um, 
just out of the the thing that they had to. They didn't really have a choice of what else they had to wear. But after the France, French Revolution, France really renewed its dominance in high fashion. And through the, 18th, the 1800s and the 1900s, they really began establishing great couture houses that are still here today. They began coming up with um, all kinds of things like Chanel and uh, Dior. And all these great brands kept coming out of France after that time. They just kept building up. And really, no one knows why that there were so many... Um, there was such a creative um, bounce in France at that time, but it just started happening where all these great designers, all these great couture houses started coming out of France, maybe because it was just necessary. It was the time. And um, all these designers started coming out, and they would basically do simple things. Like they would do things like, um, for example, Dior, who we're especially talking about today. Um, he just started opening a little shop where he just show, sold little shirts, and um, he also sold paintings. And he sold simple things. He never really did anything much. Um, if you know how Chanel started, she started with just making simple hats. They were never, they never really had intentions of making this huge fashion house, but that's how it ended up, which is crazy. Um, then obviously World War II and World War I came around, and they, and this was a hard time for French, uh, for the French, and um, obviously fashion houses because no one could afford to stay open. It was obviously super dangerous to stay open, so many of them closed, and they, and there were really no, again, there was no real fashion in France this time so people just kind of had to focus on the war they weren't focused on looking amazing and during this time there were so many restrictions for what women could wear for example um, a lot of people couldn't make coats that were, took more than four yards of fabric people couldn't make jackets that took more than one yard people couldn't make belts that were wider than two inches isn't that amazing they regulated how wide the belts could be because me today many of my belts are like four inches wide so um, then they, they couldn't even do that they had to make sure that um, that pants weren't taking more than two yards of fabric. Uh, remember, you're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic is New Look. And right now we're talking about France and their fashion history. And this is so important because this is one of those countries that really, um, even today, um, they direct the fashion world. And, and obviously Paris is a huge fashion capital in this world and in this time. So right now we were in World War, the World War II. And I was talking about all the regulations that women and men had to go through as far as maintaining their style and maintaining their uh, regular clothing lifestyle in the world wars. Uh, so they were they were basically regulated on what they could wear, how much fabric they could use, and really the only um, one piece of clothing that women had where they could actually choose what they wanted wore um, hats. And as you can see, like if you think back to the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s, women wore a lot of hats, like a lot of little hats that were kind of like hair pieces to them. And that's the only way that where they could choose the color that they wanted, um, how big they wanted to be, how extravagant. Some of them even had jewels, but that's the only way that they could choose how to basically look special and how to look unique. So if you think about um, the accessories I gave you, you could even choose from those accessories. The only thing you could choose was hats, because that's the only thing the government and um, everyone else wasn't regulating. So and other things weren't even offered at that time. So um, among these years, there, there was really nothing that became popular. There was really no um, one dominant fashion house or anything like that. Uh, after this time, um, uh, 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 during this time, there were there were also weren't many fashion shows. Obviously, Paris is known for their um, fashion week. And during this time, there were no fashion shows at all. Um, even there were uh, one 
once a year. And basically, they had 75 models, only 75 models. Now, I know you're thinking, well, that sounds like a lot to me. Well, if you think about it, New York Fashion Week, which just happened, had 2,320 models. So if you think about that, that just happened just a few uh, months ago, and think about 75 models, that's nothing compared to what they had. You know, that's that's a lot. So um, you, you really want to think about that. That was really not a lot, and especially for it to happen once a year. Um, nowadays, we have Fashion Weeks twice a year, most of the time, and sometimes even more than that, depending on the designer. So after the war, um, there was a famous new designer that came out. His name is Christian Dior. And the reason I bring him up and the reason I'm focusing a lot on him today was because in 1947, he debuted his first collection and um, they named it the New Look because basically it tore up everything that they had during the war. It was completely different. And actually, Harper Bazaar, which is still magazine today, named that the New Look. They said, Mr. Christian Dior, you have the newest look. You have the most amazing look. And from now on, even today, if you ask someone the new look, Dior's new look, they would know what you were talking about because that's such a famous look. And obviously today we've been talking about your new look and my new look and how to discover that. So I think it's important that we know the new look that Dior created. Basically what he did, the signature thing, he had um, tight-waisted skirts, uh, tight-waisted um, skirts that were tight in their waist, and then they had huge skirts, like they were huge, like really wide ball gown skirts. And basically, like remember how I was saying a shirt, they could only use two yards and a jacket or a, a coat they can only use about four yards he used six yards of fabric to make one skirt and I, I don't know if you're a fashion designer like me but I know how wide six yards is that is really long and that can be really heavy so he used six yards of fabric in one skirt which was totally new totally different even during that time people even criticized him for doing that they said hey listen we just got out of a war we can't be using that much fabric in one skirt but everyone kind of clicked on and everyone loved it this was really high fashion this was really extravagant and the designs appeal to a lot of women because they, they weren't used to having so much fabric and they weren't used to living so um, beautifully and these fabrics looked so amazing and using so much of one one product, one fabric. So that was really great. And during that time, during the 60s and during the 50s, the, the French world kind of developed again. They started developing all these great collections and all these great designs. And they also started to attract um, other countries into their world. They also started to get a lot of... Um, a lot of students to their design schools. They started to develop all kinds of um, fashion houses, and they just really started to grow and develop into their fashion world. Even today, um, they still um, foreign designers seek to come work in France. Many designers seek to work in France and to build their whole um, their whole company, their whole brand out of France. I think that'd be a great honor to do that because it's such a great dominant country that has gone through a lot. And even Paris Fashion Week, that is the most amazing fashion week. That's the last one out of all four countries that's the last one. And they close it out. They usually do a wonderful job. And it's amazing. So today you see a lot of designers going there to work. Even designers in America like Donna Karen. She has her um, her headquarters in Paris now, which is, you know, something usually that wouldn't have happened. But she wanted to move there because she realized how much um, France has to offer. Even Alexander McQueen, um, who recently passed away, worked for Givenchy, which is a fashion, um, a French fashion company for a few years, for many years, up until he developed his own collection. You got something else about France that's really important. They have a lot of legal um, strictness regarding fashion. They actually consider couture to be a, um, a prominent word in fashion, and not many people are allowed to use it. So um, juicy couture, I know you love it, but it's really not considered couture because there's actually a complete board of about 30 people in France who, who decide if designers can be couture or not. And I know it's amazing, but there's only one American real couture designer.
in, in the entire world, one that can meet all those standards. There's about 100 standards that a designer has to meet to be a real couture designer. So I think France is really a great fashion country. It's really amazing, and they really, um, they really give us a lot, okay? And I hope you enjoyed learning about France. I really did. It's such a great country to learn about concerning fashion because they've been in the fashion business, well, a lot of centuries. So thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed everything. And um, you've been listening to Star Revolution on the Voice America Kids Network. There, now you look absolutely perfect when you go out. Please join us again for another show. It's Style Revolution on the Voice America Kids channel. Have an awesome week. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.